the North Florida Sports Network. You know, we're back, and it's the Reno 411 in studio coming back at you in the evening this time. Late night edition. That's right. And uh, I just got back from Universal myself so we had to, right how was that yeah it was uh it was a lot of fun you know we, it was a good time it was hot wasn't it it was hot as blazes man yeah. but <clears throat> you know you you uh you knew it was coming it kids was had fun i enjoy those kind of thrills man so you know i'm not, I'm not I, I i seek the thrill there were some pretty cool rides Looked like you were having a lot of fun, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're ever if you like Harry Potter, um, it's worth uh, to go down there. They got Harry Potter World, and they're only going to add on to that stuff. Um, just like I mean, FSU is adding on to uh, their roster with uh, what's going on at Northwestern. Yeah, yeah. Transfer transfer linebacker. Yeah. Who is this kid? You know anything? Justin Cryer. Cryer. Yeah, this is actually kid that, that got an FSU offer in 2021. I think he he attended a junior day. Randy Shannon offered him. So it's it's somebody they're familiar with, you know. Uh, I I don't okay. um you know, it's not it's not going to make a lot of headlines. Right. You know, he's a, he's what you call a Depth. diamond in the rough kind? Of, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that it it means he can't play. Right. I just you know, I think they needed to give it to us. You know, they needed a spot. They need a little bit of depth there. It seemed like a good good match. That's the big thing. I haven't I haven't really asked you about that. The Northwestern situation. You know, with the coach there was it Fitzgerald? Yeah, Pat Fitzgerald. Pat. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's definitely disturbing. Like, yeah, it seems like the allegations kind of get worse with with each passing week. Um, they get what's the the details come out. Uh, I, th- I think that's a program that's going to be going through a significant change for at least a calendar year, maybe more. What happened? Like I'm I'm feel like bullet. Like so, there was just like boys being boys. Was no, some- it, it it's not just boys being being boys. It it's going. A little bit, not even a little bit, a lot, just more graphic. I mean, the best you can describe it is, um, you know, simulated, like, you know, prison rape type of scenarios oh, wow, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, well, yeah, you know. <laughs> more more along the lines, like, you know, technically, I guess it would be considered sexual assault. Right. But more along the lines of humiliating the person. Um, just yeah. extreme degradation. And that's... You know that's not going to fly anywhere. But and then what was their record last year? Uh, I I I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I bet. I bet it wasn't good. No, it's not not good. I mean, it's Northwestern, so not good is is tolerated. But that's only because you know Pat Fitzgerald was yeah. viewed as as the guy that did it the right way. You know? Right. It's a. I mean, it's Northwestern. You don't think that this stuff is uh, going to and, and raises a lot of questions. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of. Uh, a lot of alum in the in the media and the sports media, in particular, that that you know seem to just completely not have any awareness of this. This thing just—I don't think anybody would. 
Nah, you know, I, mean, I, I guess not. I, it's I, probably is a disgruntled player or someone you know that. It's it's a yeah it's it's a few players. They, they, right. I think they've um, there's a group of them that have you know that have been Crump as as legal representation. Um, they're you know they filed lawsuits even even today. I think a lot of the the testimony came out and the allegations and and people names were actually dropped and and you know stuff like that. So it's well he we got a linebacker that was <laughs> yeah on the team and uh, so I believe I, I if I'm. If I'm not mistaken, I think he was an incoming freshman. Okay, part of this past recruiting class, and um, so he's just looking to get out of that. Yeah, I think no. he was avoid the yeah you know, avoid the fiasco. You don't want to be there. Get, yeah, um, but that sucks. You know, you're coming in to go to Northwestern, grade school. You know, near Chicago to play for who you think, and then oh crap, this story breaks loose. You know, because yeah, that's who you feel for is guys like that. But now. You get to go play Florida State. Yeah, you, that's the thing. You know, you're 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 talking about a kid that was going from from the Texas up to up to Chicago, suburb mm-hmm. Chicago, and and you know, so so he's he's kind of already used to the idea of going out of state. Um, I I think he fits everything Randy Shannon looks for in in linebacker recruits in terms of you know high IQ, at least high football IQ. Um, well, yeah, and he he seems to really like going to the state of Texas and, and finding these kind of underrated or undersized linebackers, sort of the new look linebacker in this four, two, five defense. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, that's unfortunate um, for no, for kids that had nothing to do with it. It's good for like, that's the reason that you want to have the transfer portal. I know there's people like that don't want to have it, but those days are probably never coming back. And yeah, I, mean, I, say, I don't. I don't think the transfer portal is going anywhere. I mean, it, yeah, you're right. This is exactly what it was designed for. Right. Um, and he's, you know, he he's got full eligibility. You know, nothing no, nothing started ticking in, in terms of that. Um, it, it's it's a late addition, but it's a solid addition. Again, like I said, it's not going to be a big headline grabber or anything like that, but. You know, I think the kids got a real shot at, at at contributing down the line. Right. Well, we talked about the latest commitments highlighted by the offensive lineman Daniels last time. Big John. Yeah, and uh, so nothing, uh, nothing as far as commitments. But there's some visits coming up, or people taking visits. And what's it, Lester? Yeah. The the big news is Charles Lester. Uh, it's sounds like he's gonna going to take a visit this week midweek up to to colorado boulder you know out there to what yeah. not again yeah yeah i mean it you know top db in state you know dion's going to come Par out for the him. course yeah yeah he's um, coming we'll see we'll see yeah uh, i mean i i expect him to go out there to to boulder take the visit uh the, the big weekend for for florida state this weekend their, their seminal showtime camp i think that's what it's called mm-hmm. um so it we'll see if he if he makes it there. Uh that's gonna be it's coinciding with when he's gonna announce his commitment. So a lot of people assume that that was good news for Florida State, but I you know, you can't make assumptions like that when Dion is recruiting the same defensive back that you are from South Florida area. So it's it you know, just see what happens, I guess, man. I, I, I think Florida State's a lot more prepared for it, obviously, this time. Mm-hmm. You know, and it is happening now instead of, 
in December like it did with Travis Hunter. Um, but, you know, would still be a sizable blow to the recruiting efforts. This was a kid that, that you were putting a lot of energy in, arguably the top prospect on your board. So, again, <laughs> we'll see. Um, it There's uh, other recruits tied to this. Yeah, you know, it, there's a, a feeling that like all the momentum, rumors. yeah, all the momentum or the rumored momentum they had with KJ Bolden would probably just fizzle out immediately. Um, I will say him, him and CJ Hurd have have known each other. CJ Hurd, a, a defensive back commit for Florida State, they've known mm-hmm. each other for a while. Played same youth football team, right. um, but again, even if Lester commits to Florida State, I personally still think that that Bolden is gonna. Yeah, it's gonna go to Ohio State, but it's the kiddie pool, man. Yeah, it's the kiddie pool. <laughs> it's the kiddie keep, pool. He keeps anything can happen, it. man. Yeah. You got to take it. Everything is nothing's real. Yeah, nothing's real. Every once in a while, you you realize you're swimming in pee, so you got <laughs> to step out for a minute. Um, but it again, big weekend for Florida State this coming weekend, regardless of of the Lester, you know, the not just for this class, but for the upcoming classes. Um, you know, so it'll. There'll be a lot coming out of this weekend. Hopefully, we'll be talking about Charles Lester committing to Florida State. If not, you know, so be it. Moving on. That's right. Well, I didn't know that uh, Nick O'Leary was moving on to the coaching staff of FSU this season. I didn't. I didn't even know he was in coaching. Like, yeah. in that capacity. I, well, I, he was added officially to the. Uh, the roster or the rooster? What's his What's his title? Is it graduate assistant? Yeah, he's graduate assistant. Okay. Um, offense. I mean, I mean, that's I love it though. I love yeah, having that, yeah. having him around. You know, the first thing that comes to mind when I think of Nick O'Leary was first that hit he did on that on that at, at Clemson. Yeah, when he uh, when he folded folded Travis Blanks in half. Oh yeah, blanks yeah. from Tallahassee, local product. Yeah, NFC. That's yeah, right, that's man. Right. That was man. That was great. But I also remember him flying off that motorcycle. Oh. And yeah, man, that was crazy. Man, that's when you knew you had a real tight end, though. Right, right. Well, just lucky. Lucky he was, and also just you know, kind of not human to get up and walk away from that. No. It is not, but uh, he is joining this Seminole staff. You know, it's it will be good to have him back. Uh, he, you know, he when you think of the best tight ends in FSU history, he's got to be top of the list, doesn't he? He would be for me. Yeah, he is uh, the only tight end in Florida State at Florida State to ever win the Mackey Award. Is that correct? It is. All right. Well, there you go. That's right. Who else would? comes to your mind when you think of let's just do try to round out our top four for the tight end position. The only other, the, the, the only other two guys I can think of, like in terms of being the threat in the passing game were Lonnie Johnson and Pat Carter. Um, right. I, I, you know, I'd have both of them on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, it, we're not talking about a position where Florida State no. has had tons and tons of, of. It's a tough one. Yeah, Izzo. Uh, yeah, right. Hey, Ryan Izzo wasn't yeah. bad, man. He was he really was, wasn't. I'm just it 
for that whole time, like Jimbo's whole era here, like the one that stands out was was obviously Nick O'Leary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the one in the Bobby era for me, <clears throat> between Lonnie Johnson and Melvin Pearsall, I I would pick Lonnie. Definitely. Just, just based off that stiff arm against against Florida. Yeah, <laughs> just that alone. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, so I, I'd say Lonnie Johnson, number two, uh, probably give Pat Carter the nod there. I mean, he was he was definitely – he was an yeah. NFL NFL guy, man. He's – ah, man, it gets tough, though. Yeah, like you said, it's not a position maybe like Zeke, a Miami maybe where Zeke you think – Zeke Moat, maybe go, – I going, like that name. Going back for some guys that, that you know – some old heads back there that want to. There you go. We'll go with Zeke, Lonnie, Zat, Zeke, Lonnie, Pat, and Nick. Nick, there it is. Honorable mention: Izzo, Izzo, Pearsall. There you go. Trying to think of some more names out there, man. I remember Brandon Warren being someone I was excited about. Oh the yeah, recruiting Re- ranks. Real excited. Yeah. yeah. As far as prospect goes, I know that still, know. still got one of the best catches Florida State history. That yeah. that one handed snag over the middle, but pretty disappointing in the end. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um there was a lot of guys like that around that time that just never got to fulfill their potential. And that's the thing about recruiting. You know, you can get excited about these big names, but they might never be as big of a name as they are right now. And yeah. And you have to know as a staff, and what I think this coaching staff has done a good job of is they just know what kind of player they need. And they want like they they know how to identify the talent they want. And if they can't find somebody, they seem to have back backup and double backup plans on deck. I agree, man. I agree. I think one thing they've they do a really good job at is finding kids that they have a lot of faith in, in terms of being able to handle what's about to get thrown at them. Um, yeah. Cause this is, these are young kids, man. And they're, they're about to get a lot thrown at them when they get into D one. Um, you know, a lot of kids look at, look at Jimbo's last few recruiting classes. Um, that, 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 that was a big issue. Maturity. Kids being prepared, kids knowing what they were, mm-hmm. you know, walking into, being ready to actually accept responsibility, accountability. There was none of that. There's so, going to be a little bit of a target on your back too this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, that luckily they're a uh, they're an upper class laden bunch. So I don't even know if I said that right, but yeah, you know, senior leadership is going to play a big part as far as that goes. Yeah, well, uh, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about what happens. Hopefully the Knowles can lock up that commitment from Lester because that would just lead to further bolster what what is already a top 10 class. Um, I know you uh, got a chance to go see um, Oppenheimer over the weekend. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes, and uh, that's that. That how was it, man? What do you think? Well, it is not it giving is, it away. I haven't seen it yet. It's it's definitely over three hours long. I'll say that. <laughs> so you know, be be ready to commit to, to that. Um, it's phenomenal. It's intense, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm 
Did you go in the IMAX? No, I didn't go in the IMAX, dude. I'm not driving to Fort Lauderdale just to see it in the proper IMAX. <laughs> I don't need I don't need all that newfangled theater. Yeah. Yeah. It was good, man. It was really good. Well, I, I uh, see some Oscar nods coming out of it. All right. All right. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of the movies. I'm sure I'm going to get there shortly to see it. As far as uh, Christopher Nolan movies, where do you have it up there with? Um, remind me who that is again. <laughs> I'm thinking of movies like uh, Interstellar. Oh, okay. Uh, Inception. Well, I definitely have it above the Dark those Knight two. trilogy. I'll tell you why it's above Inception and Interstellar because I didn't understand either one of those movies. <laughs> However, when we're getting into the Dark Knight. Um, it, I mean, it's up there, man. It is in terms of being historically uh, engrossing. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking, fan, for, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, what a, what a historical moment. Um, yeah, I, I'll be there. I've been having the kids. I saw Barbie. I went. That's like right, you did. did. Yeah, How was that? Uh, it, was, it was Barbie, man. It was great, man. It was good. I, I mean, I love going to see the movies, man. <laughs> I had nothing to complain at in terms of the, the Barbie character. Hey, man, he loves his Or the Ken character. Oh, yeah. Jocelyn? I thought it was pretty funny. Will Ferrell was in it. And that's always good. He makes me laugh. Like, uh, my... You know, my daughter's like, oh, that's Buddy the Elf. Tell you what, Jocelyn's pretty sweet. We got to be pushing 40, right? Yeah, there was a little bit of, he's getting old, but so is Ken, you know. Ken's getting old, too. Ken's yeah. real old. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I'm looking forward to going to see Oppenheimer. I know that a lot of Nolan fans are looking forward to the LSU game. That's just right around the corner. I know there's a lot to look forward to in terms of that game. Both teams are getting a lot of preseason hype. I know their quarterback is, as well as Jordan Travis. Both are probably in the top five in terms of Heisman odds. So we'll find out who's going to get the upper hand. We're going to preview that game a bunch. But uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the North Florida Sports Network.